Hey, before we get started tonight, guys, I just wanted to mention our online store. I uh, I was working this weekend and I updated a whole bunch of things. Again, divingpod.itemorder.com. You go on there and you'll see a lot of updates from the last time. But previously, we only had a t-shirt and a hoodie to choose from. Now, you go on there, you get to pick your logo. So the screen printed logo, that's got the full front. You can choose a t-shirt, a hoodie, an upgraded tri-blend hoodie from New Era. There's ladies tees, there's youth tees and hoodies. Or you could choose the embroidered logo. And the embroidered logo, it's the left crest, a little more um, classy, a little smaller logo on the front. Again, similar garment mix. There's hoodies. There's also hats. Uh, those Richardson 112 snapbacks. Those are a popular one with everybody. And then not only is there an embroidered logo, but I also created a leather patch logo. And that one is super cool. It's in the shape of a diamond. It's obviously got our diving pod logo on it. We can put that on garments if you want. And that is an option on the online store, but also on those Richardson snapback hats. And we can tag that logo either front and center or even off to the side panel. We've been doing that a lot lately, but um, just wanted to give some love to Cowling Robards. That is my family's business. That is where I created this online store. And just make sure you get over to that store. Again, divingpod.itemorder.com. Enter divepod at checkout. That gets free shipping. Even if you don't order anything and you just want to check out what this online store stuff is and looks like, maybe you have your own club and you want your own garments and your own logo, let me know. I'm happy to create an online store for you, for your team. And um, we can just kind of work through all of this together and you get to work with me. So I like to think that's a, a nice little perk there. So Make sure you check out our, our new updated online store. And uh, with that, we will get to the episode. Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. I'm going to keep it short and sweet tonight. So just go over to sidelinescout.com. Check out what they have to offer. Nice. Keith, what are we going to do tonight? So, hey, we're just going to uh, – I just got back about two hours ago from being on the road, getting back from D2 Nationals. So we're just going to kind of recap D2 Nationals. Aaron and I actually really did not talk very much this week. So we'll go through the results and then uh, any questions Aaron has. So uh, Yeah, that's perfect. Hey, by the way, cool. before we get started, that's a really good-looking shirt, man. Yes, it is. You guys made these. They're, our shirts were awesome. So I put this, I, I'm not even going to lie. I put this one on today. It's a long sleeve shirt. I don't know what style or whatever it is, but I put this thing on today to, for the six hour drive home. And I'm like, oh, this shirt's so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right. So yeah. we'll, we'll kick start here um, Tuesday. For those of you who don't know, yes. most people call uh, Tuesday Black Tuesday or the pre qualification meet. Basically, everybody in Division Two gets two scores, a six and an 11 dive score, and those scores qualify you for this Tuesday meet. It's at the same location as the national meet that runs Wednesday through Saturday, but it's basically like, uh, okay, all of you, how many women were there? 39 women. You 39 get on to, one. You get to all just compete against each other, and they take the top 11 as automatic qualifiers. Mm -hmm. And then you run it back on three meter. You take the top 11 as automatic qualifiers. And then of course there's likely duplicates in there. So all in all, they take the top 22 women. Um, so I think it, it 
seemed like it was an okay contest. Talk to me about Tuesday, especially the women side. You had three girls. Yeah, I had three women. We were fortunate that they all did what they were supposed to on the very first board, and uh, I was relaxed on the women's side, uh, which was opposite of last year, as you remember. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the top 11, you had Michaela Starr, Luna, Reagan, Grayson, Michaela, Jade, Alexis, Daniela, Michelle, Anna, Alexa were your top 11. So those were like kids that were in right away. They weren't stressing for the second board. They just sat down, most of them. Um, And I think that was beneficial for some. I actually think some maybe could have benefited a little bit more from not doing a warm-up. Um, and kind of saving some of that energy because that that week's just a long week. But I think overall, um, for the first board especially, definitely the top 11 that performs. And it was close. I mean, you see here there is a little bit of a, a four-point bump and a, and a seven-point difference between 11 to 13. So uh, we kind of target 230 is that number. Actually, you want to say like the number is like 227.8 or something that we use. And if you're 227 today, you'd have been 14th. You would have probably been in no problem. Yes. Um, yep. I, I do think that they got it right. I think the people that got in on that first board were right. And that I I truly do believe the top 22 women made the meet. Like I believe awesome. the best two 22 women made the meet. I really do believe that. Um, I'm trying to skim through and see if there's anyone that maybe wasn't. But um, it's also, I find it interesting when we look at this to see which teams did well on one meter and on three meter. Yep. And I think that that's pretty cool. Some of the teams we're used to seeing, Wayne State, GVSU, uh, Clarion, St. West Cloud, Florida. Mesa, West Florida. Um, you know, um, I think that was really cool to see. Awesome to see Hanos' girl Aspen make it. I got to hang out with Hanos a ton this week, which was so much fun. Like, I feel like I really yeah. got a, a new friend there, which is awesome. He um, texted me and was saying the same thing. He's like, dude, yeah. it's awesome. I'm like, yeah, love it's, it's, it's a good, good vibe yeah. all the way around. Yeah, love him. I'm hoping he stays in D2 for a long, long time. But um, I do believe at the end of the day, the top 22 women made the meet. Um, it was, yep. in my opinion, it was nice that there was only 39 women on one meter. I, well, that, I think that was good. That was my next question is, yeah. do you think the, uh, there, do you think there was a better amount of girls this year at that Tuesday prequal meet versus other years? And did the two score qualification for this meet kind of solve some of the issues or no? Okay. My opinion would be the two score system did absolutely nothing. I really don't. I really don't believe it did anything. Some coaches will definitely disagree with me. Yes, there are less women. Yes, there are ten to twelve less women at the meet this year than last year. But overall, there was forty-three women that got two scores for whatever reason that they chose not to bring those other four um, to get to that thirty-nine number. That's up to those individual coaches, and maybe they made the right decision not bringing those women. But I think I'm kind of looking at this here, and I'm not going to call out where I see that line. But like, I'm not going to say if it's one meter or three meter. We're looking at. I think there were 24 women that should have been at this meet. I think yeah. there was what's 15 women that I I don't know if they should have were ready for that meet, but also I don't know what some of those universities goals are. Some of them are like, Hey, they got two scores. Let's send them and get that experience. So that's up to each individual school. Whether I agree or disagree with it is a personal opinion. Um, I don't believe the two scores did anything. I don't think it changed anything. Yeah. I think we're going to continue to have the same problem. Um, and some people don't think it's a problem. Some people do. That's we can agree to disagree. Um, I would prefer a higher quality meet rather than a higher quantity meet. That's just my sure. opinion. Um, but I think, you know, I 
the secret sauce was what Aaron told me early in the year, focus on your kids. And once that happened, like I wasn't getting nearly as stressed or annoyed when I saw silly stuff come through and, and it's up to each coach to figure out how they want to approach that. You told me, watch your bobber. So I kind of said that to myself numerous times and I watched my bobber and my kids did, you know, I'm happy for my kids. My kids did awesome at that Tuesday meet. They dove, they executed, they did exactly what they needed to do. And it was relatively speaking on the women's side, pretty stress-free. So um, So what about you? Another question for you. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is just going to be a lot of me asking questions. What is the score qualification to make it here? Six dives on one meter. Six on one is 255. And uh, six on three is 265. So there's a 20-point difference. 10. 255, 265. Okay, yeah. I was bad at math there. Hold on a minute. No, you're good. Uh, Anyway. I'm if I just look at the top twenty four, I'll I don't I'm just calling out scores. You need I'm one, top three. Well, no, you're right. I'm and and I I understand the fact that it's harder to get those actual qualifying scores with a neutral panel mm-hmm. of judges who are hired to judge. We're they're they're looking for tougher things. It's easy to get carried away in the dual meet as a coach. There were only three women on one meter that got that qualification score on Tuesday, but just for argument's sake, you said t- the number 24. That's right. 200 points, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. 200 points is top 24 on one meter. And then I go to the three meter top 24. It's about 220. Yep. So again, a 20 point difference. You get a little more DD on three meter if you can do um, the bigger dives. I mean, obviously, two and a half are not easy for the women, not easy for anybody. But, uh, yep. you know, to, to have the scores to qualify be 255 and 265, you know, at least on three meter, there were half a dozen girls over that mm-hmm. qualifying number, but it, yep, it's just, yep. it just based on scores. And I realize scores don't tell the entire picture, but it's clear that there were maybe let's just be really generous and say eight girls that were, yep, these are the top ones. Yeah. And then the rest, it's like, yeah, you know, you may have gotten one here and there, but it's still, you still deserve to be there. Once you yep. get outside that top 24 of under 200 points on one meter and under 220 on three meter, that's kind of one of those where you start to think, man, I should take a reflection and look at myself as a yeah. coach and be like, you know what? Hopefully they just had a rough day in the pool mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about that. But if they had a decent day and still not reaching those numbers, that's a, that's a tough one sometimes. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. I think it's, and, and I understand too, like, like uh, I'll, I'll use IUP. I, I was talking to them about this. You know, I know that if they get their scores, their school encourages them to go because it's going to get their program some more publicity out there and it's going to get them more experience. And that's up to each individual school to make that decision. It's not for me to say whether it's right or wrong. It's just more me. And, and I, and I think that that's how IUP handles it. There's other teams that do that too. I think, um, Kyle down at Delta state has said his school will always send kids if they get their scores, which is great. Like their school has the ability to do that, the financial re- resources to do that. Um, you know, I've said that in the past, like if I don't believe a clarion diver will make the meet, I don't take them. Um, that's the yep. standard that Don Lee's and Dave Rovat set before me. And I don't want to be the person that changes that lowers that standard and lowers that bar. So, um, awesome. It's up to each individual coach to make the decision of what's best for their, their team. It's not for me to say what's right or wrong. Love it. All right, let's move on to the men. So yes, men, similar to the ladies, you get two qualifying scores, and then they only take the top 18 instead mm-hmm. of the top 22. So again, if you're in the top nine on the first board, you're in for both. Mm-hmm. If you're in the top nine for the second board, you're in mm-hmm. for both. And then they just kind of do the process of elimination yep. down to get 18 total. 
Yep. Uh, looks like the men actually had more in numbers this year than last year. Yeah. What do you think yeah. the reason is there? Just better diving? Um, I think we had a lot of seniors. I think there was a good amount of seniors. I think we're seeing the talent develop, which I think is good. I think we had some transfer athletes um, come in and do well, and some young freshmen that had some talent and just some developed talent, which is awesome. I mean, I know um, from our team, we had a senior boy that really developed a lot. We had a sophomore boy that developed a lot this year, and they got their scores, and uh, they made the meet. But I think there was just – it was a good group. I actually think the group as a whole might have been a little bit better this year. Um, there's still some people that – you know, maybe just went to see what it's like at that meet and where they have to improve, which I think is just as important. Um, but it's very obvious. We look at this and um, there's a pretty clear delineation between 18 and 19 on uh, men's three meter. Um, it's a, almost a 20 point gap. Um, so that's kind of a good little line there for us to draw. Um, we do need to give a shout out to Jawan Blankenship from uh, Delta State. Yeah. Without, without a doubt, one of the top even if we're we're super tough on him, one of the top ten men in Division Two, and um, unfortunately on the first board, um, he did reverse two and a half pike, and he got his arm pretty bad, and um, uh, he had to go get surgery the next day. And uh, but he was in high spirits. We saw him on the pool deck later on in the week. He was smiling, um, so we're happy he's okay. But uh, really, really heart goes out to him because I know it was his fifth year, and he he looked good. I mean, he looked very, very, very good. He would have been a contender. There's no doubt about it. So um, that sucked to see. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer to see. I saw there was a scratch there, and I was like, well, what's the story? And, yeah, I heard he hit the board. And yep. sending some thoughts your way, Juwan. You've always been fun to watch. Incredible power. And then he's kind of uh, married that with the grace, too. I, he was always one of my favorite kids to watch. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to Wednesday here. Wednesday was yes, women's one meter. Um, looks like sneaking into the top 16 there. Uh, Emily Bolt was 16th from West Florida. And then you work all, excuse, excuse me, she is from Davenport. Yes, yes, Davenport, um, yes. And then in the top eight, we had Michaela, Daniela, Luna, Grayson, Adriana, Olivia, Reagan, and Michaela Starr. So, as I'm looking through this, I'm going to jump all the way to the finals yep. here. Yep, I'm with the you. The champion from Clarion, Luna. Way to go, Heath. Coach. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Luna did awesome. I mean, it was uh, – but to be quite blunt, I actually truly – you're going to hear me say this multiple times, I think. I actually think this week was one of the best weeks of competition I've seen in Division Two in a, quite a while. You know, you look at those scores in finals, Luna, Michaela, Daniela, within five points of each other. Pretty yeah. wild. Now, then there was a pretty big gap, almost a 30 point gap to our fourth place finisher, Grayson. Um, but yeah, those top three girls were battling it out. It was uh, quite a fun event to watch, that's for sure. So, Grayson, let's touch on Grayson. She mm -hmm. was the champion last year. Yeah. Uh, did, did the other three girls just kind of elevate over the top? Is Grayson just kind of, um, I don't know, is she in her last year? Is she like, what's going that, on with Grayson? I kind of expected her to be at the top of this one. Yeah, honestly, that's a good question. Um, I thought Grayson actually dove really well. Um, I do know it's her last year. Um, she's done after this year. So, um, yeah, I, I think um, she was right before Luna in the um, finals. And I was kind of like, okay, they were neck and neck there for a while. And then I actually, I'd have to really go back and look. There was just a dive. I want to say it was reverse one half pike and front double pike for Luna that like, she kind of made a big move there throughout those two dives. Gotcha. Um, and then everybody and, and Grayson was Grayson. Like she didn't miss. She was just steady, you know, did her thing. 
six and a half to seven range. She dove very well. It was just, I think those top three women really just, they were on this week. They were really on. Cool. That's exciting, man. That's awesome. Good for you. And uh first national title under your belt. So I think yeah. what, what do you have? Like 98 left to catch uh robot. Uh, too many, <laughs> too many. Right. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was super fun. Actually it was funny. Uh, who was it? Oh, it was our sports information director. He said, at what point did you feel like good about it? And I said, when it was all done, yeah. Like, like I, I was like, uh, when it was all done is when I felt better. But um, yeah, she was, she she good. She did well. It was really funny to listen to. I'm gonna. I'm sorry if you're whoever you are listening, but the commentating was absolutely oh, it was, horrible. Oh, it was absolutely horrible. It oh my gosh, it was absolutely so trash. It, it must have been a guy who was a swimmer and had nothing. Yep. Nothing it was trash. upstairs in terms of diving brain, but I think Luna went in on her last dive and it was great. And it was basically emotionless response. And yeah, then yeah. Um, I think Daniela went after her. Daniela, Daniela went. She did full twister he, to her feet. He like, he like freaked out. He thought it was the best dive ever. And I think it was mm-hmm. like 37 points, nothing crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it was like a deflated sound when he didn't catch, when she didn't catch Luna. And then, um, who dove last? Was it Daniela? Michaela. 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 Michaela yeah. Senkis, yes. And the same kind of thing. It was like, oh, yeah. Wow, that was the best dive of the meet. And then it it was like, it was okay. It was fine. It was just yeah. all week the, the commentating was like, oh, dude, maybe just let the diving speak for itself. You don't need to add anything because you're not adding anything. It was yeah, pretty rough. I- I have no problem if people were offended by it. It was, it was bad. I mean, my <laughs> wife really was bad. like, my wife was like the camera angle for finals was horrible. Like she's like, the announcer was horrible. The interviewer was horrible. The interviewer asked <laughs> athletes, are you going to pro- compete platform? Like you would think they would know division two. They don't compete platform. Like someone yeah. should have told him, Hey, that's a, that's a stupid question. Like it's kind of, <laughs> honestly, it's kind of just shows your ignorance to like, you're here for swimming and like diving's an afterthought. And it's very disappointing yeah. at times um, in those instances. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good one meter. The, the ladies put on a show. I mean, three women within five points and we're going to see that again uh, later when we get to Friday. So yeah, that's um, awesome. We'll, yeah. Let's transition let's... to men's three meter. <laughs> yeah. Men's three meter. I'm looking at the prelims here. It, Sir. Looks, uh, it looks pretty straightforward. I mean, I don't, see anything that's like whoa i can't believe they got in or they didn't mm-hmm. get in um that kind of thing so it looks like prelims kind of went as uh i would have expected and yeah, then i go I to finals uh the winner was julio from yes, UND. Sir. so it looks like that was his first title right that's first yep first that's win. first one yeah first one he he dove awesome i mean he dove well enough actually i think the person who had probably the best list in terms of um, just execution, not obviously factoring degree of difficulty was Jason Lenzo. Jason Lenzo yeah. was on fire and yeah. Julio just has some massive DD and he hit, and he hit enough dives to win. Like he won the national championship, but Jason, I think was the uh, best diver in that, um, with how yeah, he executed. I, I agree. I actually watched this final mm-hmm. and I texted Hanos who was on deck. I was like, Dude, mm-hmm. Len- Lenzo is on fire. Yeah, he oh, like, yeah. he couldn't miss. It was unbelievable. Yep. It was so cool to watch him do his thing. Uh, Isaiah Cheeks ended up third. He was your yep. champion from last year. Zach Shearing from Clarion fourth. Mm-hmm. Way to go again, Heath. Yep, yep. And then Charles Earl, I think they call him Cole, right? Yeah, Cole, yep, yep. He Cole. He's okay. fun to watch. Yeah, he's great. And then Cade Hammond, we had him on the podcast. He was sixth. Yep. Looks like Heath, Heath had two guys there. Jack yeah, was Jack seventh. Beattie. And then uh, Dawson Wilson was in eighth. 
So no, I didn't have a whole lot. Just wanted to touch on, on Julio finally getting his first one. I'm sure it's going to be one of many. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway I had from this event, um, besides, I mean, Julio is, I'll say Julio is just better. He's just better. Like if he hits his dives, no one's going to beat him. He's got front four and a half in reverse three and a half. Like if he hits, he's going to win that. Hey, it's math. And people need to learn sometimes in life, the other person, the other athlete is just better and that's okay. But those boys put on a performance to like contend with that kid and put pressure on him. And he, and he followed through. I think the other takeaway here, when I look at the scores and this was the same way, if you would go back and look at prelims, the qualifying score for men for 11 dives on three meter is 460. And I tell my kids, if you go to nationals and you get the qualifying score, you'll final. And that's exactly what happened. We had seven, out of eight men get the qualifying score in prelims and that line cut it. Jack, Jack was, I think 471. And then um, Dawson was the next man in, but he didn't get the actual qualifying score. And then in finals, we see the exact same breakdown. Jack got the actual qualifying score. Dawson's a little behind, which is fine. He's a freshman. Like he dove awesome. You made top eight, man. That's all American. That's freaking awesome. But yeah. that, that benchmark of get the qualifying score is a great, great delineation point for a coach to look at kids and say, if you can just do what you're supposed to be able to do, if you actually real really got that score and earned it, then you're going to do pretty darn well at this meet. Yep. Yep. No doubt and, and about I, it. And and I use the word earn just because like people are going to get mad that I use that word. All these athletes earn the right to compete at nationals because they did get the scores. But it's like, if that meet was really judged at a national level, like this national championship is, and they get that score at a dual meet, then like, Hey, you know, you're going to go do well. So earned might right. not be the right word, but uh, moving yep, forward. I got you. Yeah. Women's three meter. I did want to touch on the prelims a little bit. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Meredith Machinsky from yes. St. State. We were, uh, I was watching the scores come in. I couldn't watch the dives, but I was watching dive meets. And as the scores were coming in, it was like, Oh my word, this is going to be so close. It was always going to be close. And, and, she ended up, uh, I think she was in like 15th or 16th with mm-hmm. one or two dives left. And her last two vols were absolutely amazing. Yeah, huge. And she snuck in there in seventh place. But um, to get top eight here for the women on three meter, eighth was 414, ninth yep. was 411, 10th was 407, mm-hmm. 11th was 405, then 404, then 402, 401, 398. So, I mean, it was tight. Mm-hmm. It, was it was super, super close. And it was all just about, okay, who's going to be the best of these close girls. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Meredith there. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, (laughs) I I think we see a similar trend here in the top three um, that there was about a 10 point difference between third and fourth. Um, And and a big shout out to Reagan, Reagan uh, Gubera from uh, McKendry. She is a talented, talented young lady. She did a 60-point front two-and-a-half pike on one year that was a legit 60-point dive. Wow. It was insane. Um, she nece- didn't necessarily get that in the final, but still, she is extremely talented. But those top three women really were were just on fire that day. Yeah. And then uh, moving on to finals, your three-meter champion, Luna, again, backing up the one-meter title from Clarion. Way to go, Heath. Way to go, Luna. Yeah, Luna did well. Honestly, um, again, like we're sitting here talking about these top three women within nine points of each other. Yep. Maddie from Grand Valley, Michaela from Wayne State. Um, you had within nine points, and then there was a thirty-nine point drop from first to fourth. Um, 
and, and it was back and forth. It was really, really close. It was very, very, very fun. The judges had something that they had to really work through and, and get the winner. And I think um, objectively, like if I can take off like my bias hat, I think Luna was the most consistent diver in finals. She missed her reverse a little bit short, but she didn't miss anything else. Um, where like maybe the other two had just a little bit of misses on had one miss that was pretty big and then a tiny miss um, where Luna just had one miss. So I think she was the most consistent diver. And we talk about that as coaches all the time. We'll take that consistency over that hit or miss. Um, and it was, yeah, it was super fun. Congratulations to Luna. Um, she's just a, she's a great kid. Great kid. Uh, we'll, we'll be getting her on here to interview and I'll kind of let you take the reins on that one in terms of what you want to ask her since I know her so well. Um, yeah. but, but she's just a good kid and, and big shout out to Michaela, dude. Michaela is a monster. She is so talented. She is so kind. She is nice. Like Luna and Michaela, I have this photo on my phone that I got of them without them realizing where they're just sitting together. Like they have their suits on, they have their pants by their knees. Cause they don't want their um, suit, their, their warmups to get wet from their suit. And they're just sitting there talking and like being friends. And I'm like, Man, like that's that's how you and I were, and that's like that's the cool part of D two. That's very, very, very different than D one. Um, yeah, that's just, just diving. That's diving yeah. in general. Absolutely. So, uh, big shout out to those ladies, Maddie. Big shout out. She probably isn't listening, but big shout out to Maddie. She had an absolutely terrifying takeoff for three oh five. Like dropped her arms. She was off balance. Still got her arms up. Went and she missed it short, but she did it. And I'm like, dude, nice. She might be the she might be one of the only women that would have thrown that, and she did a good job with it. Meredith dove really well in the finals. I thought she moved up what two places? She went from seventh to fifth. Yep, yep, exactly. That was kind of more of the Meredith I was used to seeing. Yep. So that was good yeah. for her. Excited for her. Yep. Um, and, moving on now. Yep. Last one, but not least, men's one meter. <clears throat> Uh, just going through prelims again. No, nothing uh, crazy there. The the score to get in or the uh, top sixteen that was yep. really tight there. Yep. Um, three six three ninety. Oh, dude, it was wild. Three ninety five to get into the top sixteen, and then uh, the difference between eighth and ninth looks like that was about eight points. Yep. Um, or six points, excuse me. But uh, into the finals here, uh, again Julio backing up his three meter championship with a one meter championship, and it looks like he destroyed everybody i mean he won by 74.75 points he was on he had a good 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 uh one meter list he did very very well um he was fun to watch they those boys uh again they put on a show on one meter and i thought it was really fun i mean julio kind of ran away right away with it but i thought it was really fun watching the battle for second place i think at one point there were like two or three different people maybe even as many as four people that were in second place Wow, and, and the difference between second and sixth is twenty points. Like my my one boy Zach, he he ended up getting sixth, um, but he dove awesome. I mean, he dove great, and he was a little bit disappointed. He's like, I missed that three hundred five, and I'm like, dude, you hit three hundred five for twenty more points, you get second. Like that's just how one meter goes, man. One meter is well, and I think it. about I think about the score five hundred on one meter. Yeah. That's not that's not like super easy to do. That's no. a big boy number, and the yep. top six all were over five hundred. So that's yep. that's pretty awesome. And Julio almost touched six hundred with five ninety nine. Yep. I mean that's absurd for division yeah. two. So Absolutely. cool to see uh, you, Indy, in full force there. They went yes. one two three. Cade yep. Hammond uh, again. I mentioned we had him on the podcast from yep. being a champion last year. He was third. Jason Lenzo second. Isaiah Cheeks fourth. So yep. really cool to see the guys showing out. Excuse me. Okay, I had one more question for you, Heath, before yeah, we go. go yep. This was the first year that you guys competed a console final. Yeah, yeah. 
how'd that go? How was that? Did you like it? Um, coaching wise, I liked it. Um, selfishly, I liked it because it gives my athletes, if they make that top 16, it gives them another chance to compete at the national level against good divers. Um, where in our area we have IUP, we have Gannon. We don't have a lot of like competitive division two national caliber divers. Um, we can go dive against Pitt, Um, but that's something we haven't done in a while. We need to start doing that again. But I think it was great for those athletes to get the opportunity to do that. I do think it was a little bit of a change for your more senior athletes, your junior seniors that have been around that didn't do it before. And they're like, crap, I didn't make top eight. Now I got to go and do this crap again. And so I think there were some people that really liked it. I think there were some people that didn't like it. And I think managing those emotions really falls down on the coach um, and understanding like, Hey, this is how, this is just how it is. But I loved the opportunity. You know, I talked with my athletes about it. It was pretty awesome because knock, uh, you know, I had um, two women on three meter, uh, one moved up, one stayed in the same spot. I had a woman on one meter moved up two men on one meter moved up men on three meter moved up. So it's like they went from, you know, 13th to ninth. And it's like, Hey, that's awesome. You can say you're a top nine diver in America for division two. That's great. Like nothing to scoff at with that. And it's like, but I do think for some, some of those kids and, and I think uh, we saw it on the men's side from some other teams saw it. I saw it personally on the women's side from some of my girls where it's like, Hey, you got ninth. And they're like, yeah, but I should have been in the final. And it's like, I don't disagree with you. Like I see what you do at practice, but we got to grow. We got to learn. We got to mature and figure out how we compete better. And I think that's every coach's challenge. And, uh, but overall, I think I would have liked it as an athlete, especially I was not a good one meter diver. So for me <laughs> to be, have a chance to, uh, to get maybe move up a little bit would have been fun. Just more opportunities to compete. Um, what did yeah. you think of it? Uh, well, I didn't get to watch any of it, but I would have loved it as an athlete. Yeah. Um, I was only fortunate enough to be top eight, uh, three times in my career, but I was on that next level, that console final level for the other five times. So if I would have had a chance to compete those five Mm -hmm. times, I think that would have been an absolute blast. And, you know, I was, I always regarded myself as kind of a borderline top eight diver, but I would never come close to scratching the top five. So again, to have a final of eight guys, you know, between ninth and 16th, we're all very similar. I think that would have been fun to see where I fell with those guys, you know, I, yeah. I, I think about me, I think about Nick Larman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about, I know Seth was, mm-hmm. was more so in that top eight than we were, but I mean, those were kind of our crew that yep. everybody was similar enough ability wise. It would have been fun to, to, yeah. to compete it out just to yeah. see where everybody truly fell rather than just getting the one chance. But it was cool to see it being done. Obviously it's being done at other major yeah. competition. So I was excited to see you guys were actually competing a console final. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, before you do our send off, I think my takeaways have to give a big shout out to Corey Cole over there at UND, um, filling those shoes of Dave McCown, some big shoes to fill. And he just, did, he did an awesome job. His girls did great. Um, they looked like they had fun. Obviously the men just, they, they're the best men. Like I'll say it, like I'm, I'm a competitor against them and we're, our goal is to get where they are. They're the best men's team in D2 right now. No doubt about it. There's no if, ands, or buts. And anyone who doesn't like it, sorry. It's just the truth. The truth hurts sometimes. And, uh, you know, Dave and Corey together built that program um, up to what it is. Corey is just continuing that tradition of excellence there on the men's side. Uh, I told him, I said, I'm going to keep trying to get my Clarion guys to be there and, and maybe try to take that over one day. But 
Um, big shout out to Corey. I think that was awesome to see him take the reins there, do well with those divers. His men did awesome. He should absolutely be men's coach of the year without a shout of a doubt. Um, his men did awesome. So big shout out to him. Um, you know, Hanos, I love seeing, I can't say it enough. Like I genuinely felt like I left that meet with a new, really good friend. Um, we, and, and it's just like, it's nice when you find someone that you can just sit there and you can trust. And we did a bunch of workouts together. And I think there were times where he's like, you guys are crazy for doing two workouts every day. And it's like, it's what we do every single day at home. So let's keep it the same. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I really wanted to shout out. I think Barb Parker, Barb Parker. She she always, she always has a lot of incredible, incredible women. And yeah, I know they focus a lot on vols and basics and her girls Mm -hmm. always show out. They always look prepared they always look like they should be there they always look ready to go so yeah i definitely want to give barb a shout out there yeah i'm trying to think if there is anybody i think cole cole Earl, charles earl from drewy he, i just love watching him dive he's a good kid he cheers for everybody he, he would have fit in with our crew aaron like, yeah he's just a sure. good he's just a good dude um cheeks cheeks did a 75 point reverse two and a half on one meter. i saw just that to, just destroyed it like absolutely destroyed it um i have to give a shout out to uh my two seniors uh anna she was uh she went through the covid year whenever um the meet got canceled halfway through um didn't get a sophomore year because we didn't have enough meets um big shout out for her she had an awesome career at clary and then i do have to shout out my other senior boy jordan um, who came in as a, as a freshman was a very, very immature young man. Like most of us were, um, and he, and he grew up a lot and for him to get, um, honorable mention all American status twice on one and three meter, just couldn't be more proud of those two. And, uh, I just looking forward to next year, next year's in Geneva. It's the first time I'll be back as a coach. Um, cool. since so that'll be cool. And I'm hoping, uh, Mr. Aaron Rooney is there with us this time. Cause we missed him uh, as a judge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think, it, it truly was one of the better weeks of competition. Uh, you know, um, Julio kind of ran away with it on the men's side and that's okay. Like, but at the end of the day, we saw six or seven guys that were competing for that second spot, both boards. And that's fun. That's really, really, really yeah. fun. So, um, uh, yeah, now I take two weeks off. Uh, I get to come up with you in a week here to men's D ones. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's about it. That's yeah. it for me. Just excited. Cool. It was a great, great week. Good stuff. Yeah, just a little housekeeping things here. Um, I just said yes to go be the announcer at USA Diving Spring Nationals. Yes, so you get go. to hear get to hear my voice on the PA system again. I'm just really hoping to continue to do that at a at a high level. You know, obviously we've put out there our goals. Uh, I think it would be incredible to be the announcer at one of these Olympics. I mean, fingers crossed for LA. I think that'd be sweet just to at yes. least at least put my name in the hat so that people are like, yeah, you know, he's done it. He's, he's, he's done a decent enough job. Let's, let's do it. Let's give him a chance here. Um, another thing too, uh, there is another diving podcast out there. Uh, Sam Dorman started one. It's called the yes. Duraflex podcast. I listened to the first episode. It's with Alex Depati, the Canadian diver. It's a really cool, um, very similar to how we do things, but a little bit different as well. I mean, Sam's clearly one of the guys he was at the highest level and, um, you know, I, I feel like their camaraderie is similar to Heath and I, but when we talk to, you know, Andrew Capobianco, we don't know what it's like to be Andrew and, and Sam definitely knows what it's like to be one of mm. these elite divers. So the stories are, are really cool. Um, it was awesome to listen to Alex talk about competition and things like that. So just check, check out the Duraflex podcast. We are going to get Sam on to talk about his podcast and 
just kind of promote diving in general as a sport. So pretty exciting times to have at least more than one. I heard rumors of another one being started as well. So we'll see if there's some follow through on that. Um, but yeah, that's all I had this time. So hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our Gmail or our email is the diving pod at gmail.com t-shirts and hoodies still for sale. Divingpod.itemorder.com. Enter dive pod at checkout for free shipping. Uh, that's, uh, that's all I got. So, We'll see you next time.